The In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles. Welcome to the podcast. podcast. Please like the podcast, podcast. and subscribe podcast. to this channel. Podcast. Thank you. Have you experienced several failed relationships or been through a divorce? How can you avoid making the same mistakes again? How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes is out now. Hi, my name is Nigel Beckles. My new book is packed with practical and common sense strategies that you can use to make better relationship choices. Now you can discover the dangerous myths about love. If your relationship expectations are realistic, why you could be falling in love for all the wrong reasons. How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes. It's a book that could change your life. Available from Amazon.co.uk. Kindle version also available. When the Mood is Right, A Poetry Journey and Mood Swings by Queen P. Available on Amazon and all good bookstores. The Royal Affair by Queen P. Dim the lights, sit back, relax, and breathe. You have entered into the Royal Affair. Queen P. Poetry Podcasts. Available now, 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 now. The Royal Affair. The very best way to promote your podcasts, Podpage makes it easy to create a podcast website with just a few clicks. Every page is optimized to be found on Google and it stays up to date forever. For more information visit podpage.com. The future of podcast promotion. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. My guest for this episode was sentenced to 20 years in prison for aggravated robbery. He is now a Christian minister, master life coach, and also an author. American Vincent E. Hayward. Hi, Vincent. Welcome to my podcast series. How are you? I am doing just fine. I thank you first and foremost for inviting me, allowing me to be a part of the podcast series. It is quite a blessing, and I am truly honored and humble to be here. Great to have you here via Zoom. So where do you live at the moment? I currently live in the city of Houston in the state of Texas, a very good city. I've been here all my life. Of course, I've done some some uh, military time where I was able to get out of the state of Texas. Uh, but overall, I have lived, I was birthed here in Houston and I've lived here for over 55 years now. And what was your childhood like? Uh, my, my childhood was quite interesting uh, because, first and foremost, I grew up in a household of six children and one mother, and the six children consisted of five girls and one boy. And that one boy was I, and, and I was the second to the youngest. And those sisters of mine played a very vital role in my development as a man, as you may think. And as you may know, uh, I learned from them the importance of being a boy and being growing up to be a man. <laughs> well, during the year 1991, you were sentenced to a 20-year prison sentence. So how old were you when you went to prison and how old I, were you when you were released? I was 25 when I went to prison. When I was released, I was 35, uh, about to turn 36. I was at the verge of making my 36th birthday when I got out because I got out on September the 2nd. I would have been 36 on September the 30th. So I was just about to celebrate my 36th birthday. What crime did you commit? 
Uh, yes, I was sentenced to a 20-year prison sentence. Actually, that was five years, five counts of aggravated robbery that consisted of 20 years. The aggravated robberies consisted of banks. A friend of mine, we, we decided to uh, get together and, and rob banks. Uh, that was a lifestyle that I'm not very proud of. But it's also a part of me. At that particular time while I was growing up, I learned valuable information from it. And, uh, and that is the, uh, the course that, or uh, the pattern that I took uh, as a youth coming out of the military. So you served in the military before you actually committed the crimes? Yes, yes. I served in the military from 84 to 87. Of course, I got out in 87, and from that point on, my mother is a firm believer that she, her words is that the, the military had a great influence on the way my child was developed. And she blames the military for a lot of the wrong decisions that I made because only going in at 18 years old, I had never drunk an alcohol. I had never smoked marijuana or hash or cigarettes. I hadn't done anything illegal. I, I was actually still a virgin. Uh, so, when I became exposed to the military life, I was introduced to some things that I wasn't very accustomed to. Well, I'm in the UK, and you mentioned the term aggravated robbery. What does that term mean? What it basically means that when you commit a, a, a robbery, you are using a weapon. The aggravated just attaches the weapon applied to it. So if you go in there with a knife, a machete, or a, a pistol, or a rifle, it makes the crime aggravated. So was there any violence involved? No, sir. No violence at all. What actually happened, uh, uh, we would go present ourselves to a teller and present a letter to the teller and a letter she would read it, kind of basic things, and let them, letting them know that this is a robbery and you need to uh, uh, give us the funds or else. So how long did you actually serve? I served 11 and a half consecutive years in the Texas Department of Criminal Justice uh, system, uh, which consisted of two, two units, uh, first at Vito, Vito 1 and also Ramsey 1 and Ramsey 2, but Ramsey 1 and Ramsey 2 was on the same facility. In the Texas prison system, they have what you call a, a board of parole and pardon. And every uh, year or two, what would be required of them is to come into the prison system and see if you are eligible for parole, uh, meaning that you have a, a good report in the prison system. They want to discuss, you know, your your previous record and things. And if you qualify, you become eligible for parole. You will only serve a, a, a partial amount of time instead of the 20 years. So I served 11 and a half years behind bars and came out and completed the other nine years in society. So what were your interests and activities while you were in prison? Uh, getting to know who I was was the first and foremost thing. Uh, that's why I... I embraced Islam while serving time in the Ram in the, at the Ramsey unit because I felt like that was the only way, the only way I would be able to know about my heritage, my history, and history of others as well. And it served its purpose very well. I learned quite a bit from a from a volume of books that I read, including the uh, Quran and uh, books by Naeem Akbar, Francis Chris Wilson, uh, uh, Edison. Uh, 
uh, a number of books. Any book that crossed my path, I was reading it when it had to do with either black nationalism or or just learning more. Also, the the message to the black man by uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It was quite a few books that I read. Did Malcolm X influence your decision at all to follow Islam? Very much, very much. Malcolm X and uh, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan as well. I still use those titles as the Honorable because uh, it's just something that, that comes naturally. But Malcolm X influenced me so much because of his eloquence and his desire to educate himself and become more knowledgeable of who he was when, when, before he became, after he became Malcolm Little. And one of the things that inspired me about Malcolm was his vernacular and his demeanor. He said that he he went through the, the dictionary with a fine with a fine comb and, and he combed through it so much and that was something I found myself doing as well, becoming more familiar with the uh Merriam Webster dictionary as well. I understand you are now a Christian minister. So what made you convert from Islam to Christianity? Okay, while serving time in uh TDC, Texas Department of Criminal Justice, I made a vow I made a vow with God and a commitment with God. There were times while I was serving time, I would I would go out on the wreck yard and I would pray, I would cry, I would I would moan, I would I would pray consistently, I would cry, walking around that that field, and I would pray to God to release me from this bondage, release me from this. And if you released me from this, I would give you ten years. Uh, of serving under this religion when I get out of TDC. Uh, he held me to that promise uh, when I was released. When I was released, I continued to practice Islam. I married a uh, a wife. Uh, she, she converted to Islam as well because Islam teaches that the uh, marriage is one-third of the religion, and I believed in that. And it wasn't until... December the 25th, 2011, Christmas morning, I woke up to find my wife's head buried in a pillow. She had died from an epileptic seizure. She had seizures on Christmas morning. So it was only five days. We only needed five more days before the year uh, two, 2012 would come around, and that would have been the 10th year. After that, I buried my wife with a Christian burial. And from that point on, I denounced the uh, religion of Islam. What prompted that decision? Was it the death of your wife that made you switch religions as such? Yes, actually, actually it was because I had to really ponder and contemplate on where I was in life. I knew that I was coming around to 10 years, 10 years of practicing Islam. Because I was only also a year away. I had just completed or uh, finished my parole as well. I was no longer on parole. So when that happened, I, I, I began to put things together. Uh, this is it. I've given, I've met my promise. I've given uh, God the, uh, the amount of years that we, that I promised to him. And now it's time to let Islam go. Well, since becoming a free man, you've started a couple of organizations. What are they called and what are their activities? Yes, the uh, first organization is Jesus Over You Ministry. It is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, which is designed 
to establish ability homes for graduating teens, preferably teens that are that are children of incarcerated men. Uh, the ability homes are something similar to dormitory homes. These homes would would house uh, uh, three, maybe four students, uh, young adults at a time. That ministry is moving slowly. I haven't established my first home yet, but I still have confidence that ministry will will come to fruition as well. I also have a life coaching business called 17 and Beyond Life Coaching, Vincent 17 and Beyond Life Coaching, uh, consisting of three programs, a happiness life coaching program, a life purpose uh, life coaching program, and a goal success life coaching program as well. So Vincent, you're also an author. What's your book called and what is it about? This is my first book. Testimony over titles from prison to promise. It's actually the uh, manuscript, but the book is already out on Kindle ebook form and also on Amazon to be purchased on Amazon. And you can go to my website as well. Uh, it's on my website to purchase an autograph copy. I, this one book, uh, Testimony over Titles, is a short autobiography or mini autobiography of the testimonies that was created inside of me. And now I'll put them on paper. So, Vincent, what are your plans for the future? To grow, to mature more, and to remain humble before the presence of the Lord, and just to just to get my word across uh, about testimony over titles, to uh, continue to work in the life coaching business, and continue to try to get the Jesus Over You ministry uh, first established ability home. That sounds like great work. So how can people reach out to you, Vincent? You can find me on Facebook, of course, the name Vincent Haywood. I love Facebook, but I also do LinkedIn. So those uh, particular social media avenues uh, are my number one sources of contacting me. I also uh, have a website, uh, 17andbeyondlc.com. You can reach me on there as well. And I also have a contact number. 713-298-1389. 713-298-1389. Vincent Haywood you can also instant message me as well. Vincent in Texas, USA. Thank you very much for your time. My pleasure. Please follow author Nigel Beckles podcasts on Anchor, Amazon Audible, Spotify, and all major podcasting platforms. Thanks. The podcast series hosted by author Nigel Beckles. Featuring discussions with award-winning authors, therapists, coaches, plus individuals with intriguing stories to share. Available on all major podcast platforms. Now, 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 now.